What's up, guys? This is Timothy Douglas with the Living the Dream People of Austin podcast, where our goal is to build a community in Austin that helps people achieve their dreams and ideal lifestyle by inspiring action and accountability. If you want to help me achieve my dream of helping 120 people buy or sell a home in the Austin area before 2021 is over, and you know somebody that's looking to sell real estate or buy real estate, send them my way because I would be extremely grateful. All right, let's help each other achieve our dreams. All right, what's up, everybody? So today we have the pleasure of talking to Charles Divins, who is a morning anchor for Spectrum News. And uh, yeah, we're going to get to hear a little bit about him and some of his dreams, which is honestly, he's he's killing life right now. So we're going to get to hear about that and how he got to that point. And yeah, so Charles, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about where you're from and the stuff you do for fun? All right. Uh, well, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm glad that you think I'm killing it in life. I'm still going through life, you know, always, always searching for the next dream. But uh, I was born and raised in Texas, in Dallas, Texas. Uh, and uh, as far as fun, I'm a, I'm a father, kind of a new father. I got a two-year-old son. So my fun is, is watching him grow and, and, and trying to stay healthy enough to run him down and keep him from going out in the street and killing himself. So, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, what is what are some of your favorite things to do? I guess I don't know what you do with a two year old. I don't have one. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a lot of outdoor stuff, man. It's about it's all about you know giving him. You know, when you're two years old, I, you don't remember when you're two years old. I don't remember when I was two years old, but I'm getting to re-experience it again. I mean, really, it's just about giving him, you know, the opportunity to experience new things. I mean, you know, when you're two, your life experience is pretty is pretty short, right? So like everything from seeing a, a a fountain to a, a dump truck to a different slide you know thrills them you know and you just take them around you know to to museums and 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 you know what is open in the pandemic here but you know museums and and kind of animals and just whatever experiences you can a lot of outdoor stuff yeah. um, that's what you really do uh, so it's kind of like planning that around your life is 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 kind of my my recreation right now no, absolutely. Absolutely. And so just real quick, curious question. Uh, what, you, you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but what is the thing that changed for you when you first became a father? Uh, I think, you know, in life, you always search for how to, you know, better yourself or the next thing that you, you know, want to uh, get into. And what it does is it grounds you, you know, you're responsible for another human, you're responsible for you know, not only keeping this this baby alive, but you know, giving him the tools and 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 the guidance to be a successful adult as well. So, for me, it's like a lot of a lot of self realization. Like, you know, who am I? What are the good parts of me? What are the good parts of me that I want to pass on? And, and where have I slipped that I can hide and and not let him see? You know. Um, so yeah, just really being grounded and really kind of being aware of myself and what's important is what really really changed. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. I love that. Um, all right, so we know that you are a an anchor uh, for the morning news. Tell us a little bit more about that and kind of how you got into it. What made you want to get into it? Uh, yeah, so uh, I mean, the morning anchor is you know it's what you think. It's you know we do the news in the morning. We cover the state of Texas and special news. We just launched last year, so it's uh, I go to work. I mean, I, I got off work. We were talking. We're talking in the morning here. Uh, whenever you guys see this, but uh, I go to work. I'm in the office at three o'clock in the morning. I wake up at two. Uh, we go on the air for four hours live every morning. 
uh, five days a week. And we cover, uh, you know, what's important in Texas. We cover it from a kind of a, Spectrum News is a different product, with, whereas it covers like the characters, the people, and kind of takes you through uh, the issues of the day, but seeing through the eyes of the people that it affects. Uh, and then we have some fun too, because it's the morning, you know, walking out the door. So we kind of have some levity to it too. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it is news and it's interesting every day. Every day I walk in the, in the door, my computer's, you know, blank and we build the story, build the story of the day and tell people what's important. Yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. So waking up at, waking up at two, what time are you going to sleep? Uh, yeah, I go to sleep uh, probably before, I go to sleep before my kid does and I go to sleep before most grandparents do too. I go to bed at like seven. You know, uh, at this time, of, this time of year is hard for me because the sun's still up when I'm going to bed, you know, but uh, to get six hours sleep, you got to go to bed seven, seven thirty, you know, to wake up at two uh, and, and kind of uh, have a decent life, you know, a non-tired life. But, you know, you kind of give yeah. up that having dinner with your friends and hanging out, watching primetime. You know, I, don't, I never watch any kind of TV or anything like that in the afternoon. So absolutely. Absolutely. So you're going to sleep at seven. Are you like pretty solid running on six hours of sleep a night? I mean, I, I, I've adjusted to it. I've been doing this, you know, for the past eight years, I've been on this schedule, not here in Austin, but, you know, I was in New Orleans before that and in Florida before that. Uh, and I've just kind of adjusted my life to it. It's, it doesn't get easy, but you just, it's, it's part of the, it's kind of part of the paycheck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not digging ditches, but, uh, you know, it's like, that's, you know, every job is, they call it work for a reason, right? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So obviously you just said it wasn't easy and you alluded to it a little bit when you were talking about what being a new father was like and being grounded, but where do you get your motivation from to just keep going in life every day? Oh, I mean, I get, yeah, I get my motivation uh, to keep going in life. I mean, you know, you have this one shot to kind of give yourself all the experiences you can, right? So you know, not being interested in things is kind of taken away from that. Uh, now, like as the father transitions to, you know, taking care of my family and, and focusing on family and, and, and moving that forward and making sure that my home is solid, you know, the foundation at home is solid. Uh, but I tell you what, and I, I'm just, I get bored easily, but I'm interested in a lot of things. So, you know, waking up every day and, you know, seeing what the day holds is always a, a, an easy motivation for me. I don't need someone, you know, to, to kick me in the ass and, and get me going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You just enjoy life and enjoy chasing after things that are fun. Yeah. I like that. Um, so let's get into a little bit more about Austin. So how long have you been living in Austin? Uh, I've been here since uh, August, 2020. So I moved here right in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, Moved here from New Orleans, so uh, it was it was a big cha a big change. Uh, but I'm like I said, I'm from Texas, grew up in, in Dallas. Austin's always been that kind of oasis in this in this uh, big country of Texas. So I was excited to be able to come back home to you know Texas that I know, and also to be in Austin, which is a city that is just you know sprinting into the future, man. You know. Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, what are what are some of your favorite things and favorite place about Austin? Uh, I mean, right now, I mean, my favorite thing, Lady Bird Lake, you know, I, I, I work downtown, I work early, I, I went over, I went over my uh, schedule, but after work every day, I try to get a run in, just to kind of reset the mind, get the body kind of moving and, um, you know, try to get something out of the rest of the day. Uh, so just the idea that we have that 
that green space right downtown. Like you see the cranes and the buildings growing up, but you also have this lake and this peaceful like nature part of it. And it's a kind of a perfect, you know, parallel to what Austin is to me anyway. You, you wanna know something really funny? I also grew up in Austin. Right now I'm in North Carolina. I'm literally graduating college tomorrow, actually. Oh, tomorrow, congratulations. Yeah, appreciate it, appreciate it. Pandemic graduate, huh? Are you gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Pandemic graduate. You made it, man, you made it, good job. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, but I grew up in Austin, specifically, I guess you would know it because you're from there, Round Rock. Yeah. Just Georgetown, my family's in Georgetown now, but uh, I did not know about Lady Bird Lake. <laughs> You did not know. Well, I mean, you know, that's that's kind of the the, the thing about Austin now is it's, it's grown so much. That's like the center of it, man. What, you need to get out more, first of all. I do. <laughs> get out behind the camera and go outside, experience it a little bit, man. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm looking forward to experiencing a lot more of Austin when I get back. The financial strain on my family was just so intense growing up that it was like, yeah, we didn't get out much, but I'm really looking forward to experiencing the city. Hey, you know what? It's free. You go to yeah. Lake for free. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for but sure. But I mean, you know, like, I mean, you spoke to you spoke to the financial strain on your family. You didn't get out much. I mean, that's, you know, your family is what I'm talking about. That drive to make sure you have the ability to go to North Carolina and, and go to graduate college today, which is, which is probably something that is, uh, you know, your family's so proud of that they sent you out and you're going to come back. And now that you're focusing back on Austin, you know, home is calling you back, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, it's what you said, uh, you said something there. You're like, uh, go to the lake. It's free. It, uh, it's so funny to me when, um, I don't know if you could speak to this at all, but people like, so obviously financial strain growing up, it's like you start to ignore the free things that can be good for you too, which is just right. a weird place to be of like, there were plenty of things like now that I've like gotten out and I've been in college for four years and I've experienced a little bit more of life. I'm like, there's things we could have been doing without money that we were like choosing not to do, which was just a really weird thing for me. to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we can speak to that for a little bit. I mean, I think there's an important thing about uh, when you grow up. I mean, if, if your conversation is about the lack of. Right. You focus on that. Yep. And then the, the, the measurement of what is right and what is, is, is important then wraps itself around money, right? So then you're, you're always searching for validation in things that cost something, right? Yep. You forget about just taking a second and taking a breath and, and kind of gaining perspective of what you, where you are, what is available to you at all times. And I think that's, that's a super important lesson that you, know, you, you, you learn as you get older and as you, you know, become a father or, or, or have a little, you know, your introspective self, you think about it, like, oh, look, just take a second and, 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 and look around. Sometimes it's all you need, you know, sometimes the bills, the bills can still come, you can still walk down the street and enjoy the nature or enjoy friends in the backyard at a barbecue or whatever it is, whatever version of, of, of free entertainment or free experiences that you, you have, or they're right there sometimes, and sometimes, sometimes they get lost, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Just curious, do you have any, like, I've heard a lot of people keeping, like, Gratitude journals, they have like daily affirmations or stuff like that. Do you have any things that you do? Uh, I mean, look, I, I, I've been around a bit, you know what I mean? And I've, I've had my times where I've done the, the, the journaling and the, you know, the, the, the daily motivational things and, you know, and daily intentions. I've done all that. Now I don't, 
Uh, I don't have an active uh, process right now with that, but I think that's important. And I think it's really important to find, you use these tools, you know, people say, this is what you need to do to find something. Once you do it, you figure out where, where it is in your own internal dialogue that fulfills that for you, right? So I've have done it. I don't do it now because I don't, I don't find it necessary. I don't find the need for it anymore because, you know, I could, I could self-motivate in different ways and I could self, you know, center myself in different ways as well. Ah, oh, dude, that gets me so hyped. I'm just like, that's why I said you're killing it in life. Like that, that, that mentality, that like approaching it. I just love it. I love it. Um, all right, let's get into, uh, let's get into some of your dreams. Uh, okay. oh, this is my favorite part of the podcast because I'm really passionate about hearing about okay. people's dreams and helping them get there. So what are some of yours? Uh, dreams. I mean, that's, you know, dreams are just, you know, my dream is to wake up and be satisfied. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever I can do to get to the point where I wake up and I am not uh, driven or pushed in a direction that I don't want to be in. You know, I, I, my, my dream is to be in a place where I have complete and total control of, 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 of my path. Uh, as far as like, you know, people have dreams of, of money, of, of experience, of travel. You know, I, I, I mentioned to you that I've, I kind of front loaded my life. Now I'm, I'm at a place now where I'm the, I'm the, I'm the morning anchor on Spectrum News, but I've, I, I've, I've lived in South Africa, New York and LA. I've, you know, been on TV, I've, I've, I've you know, gone to Machu Picchu, I've run with the bulls in Pamplona. I've done a lot of these things that are like traditional bucket list dreams, you know, already. And there's not a whole lot left that I'm like, oh, I just am dying to go and experience. Um, now my dreams are, are just about that happiness. My dreams are about having my family, you know, have these experiences with them. And, and, and my dream is raising a kid that's not a, a, a <laughs> failure to lodge and, 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 and just a good person that adds to this world. You know, those are, those are the kind of dreams that I have now. Um, so yeah, a little bit gray area as far as dreams. I don't mean concrete for you, but I, I could tell you um, how I push forward to them is, is, you know, being consistent every day in my life, in my work, you know, in my, my, my physicality, my exercise, my, you know, being in the place where every day I, I feel like um, I'm adding to the day and I'm adding to the people around me. Absolutely. No. Um, and it, it is a little bit of a gray area, but I think what I've realized is everybody's dreams kind of come down to that gray area of they just really want to be happy and satisfied yeah. with their life. And like the dreams that they're pursuing, even if they may be concrete goals, like, like for me, I have this huge goal of I have really two life goals of life. My first one is like financial freedom because I want that control of, of my path. And right. for so long, I've been uh, hampered financially. And, right. like, and you mentioned that earlier, yeah. Exactly. And then my second is um, li literally ending poverty like across the world. Well, that, that's, a, that's a dream right there. If you, <laughs> if you, if you, if you if, wait, so, so you, you, you want to be financially sound and then end poverty for everybody. I love it. Yes. But, and the reason I want to end poverty is because like when I see somebody who's homeless on the street, it's like, um, I feel like a bit of personal responsibility because I'm like, I haven't put myself in a position to help you and I haven't tried to help you and I know you're out there and I've like spent my time doing things where it's like, I want to help you. I just haven't taken the steps that I need to take to be able to help you. Yeah. And that like, that hurts me, you know? And so even if I like don't end poverty, 
I want to spend my life pursuing it because that's the type of thing that gives me that happiness that you're talking about. And so, yeah. And I think, you know, you, for, for a lot of dreams and for a lot of people, and this is just me kind of thinking about it. I mean, it is the journey of achieving these goals, right? Uh, you know, a goal is about the process you put in place to get to it really, you know, cause once you reach a goal, a goal seems like not enough, you know, and, and in my experience, you have these goals of financial freedom or, or seeing this or doing that or, or attaining something, uh, you know, it really is about the process. And when you, when you talk about you are in a place where you could affect someone's life, that's, that's just not true, right? I mean, every day, like the 1% rule, you can do a little thing every day, whatever it is, even if it's saying, how, how is your day to somebody who's having a bad day? You know, you are affecting that change, you know, and ending poverty is a big thing, but, you know, as, a, as an individual, you know, it's about the little things you can do and all of us adding together or gaining from, from that passion you put into it and, and giving our little piece of it. And then maybe we can, we can do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, Charles, man, I just love your perspective. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, no, but thank you. I, I often, that is the one thing I was really excited for this podcast because I tend to neglect those small 1% rule things yeah. and really just focus on those huge goals of like financial freedom. Yes. But it's like, I can also help out my family in really small ways now that I'm not, and that I'm missing out on because I'm, I like, I just miss stuff like that, you know? So yeah. I was really excited for this podcast and I appreciate the 1% rule, small thing. Yeah, small thing, small and consistent. That, that's, how you, that's how you become financially free. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, it's a rule of compounding. It's all these things you, I mean, if you ever read any of the financial advice, it's all about, hey, you got time, you do a little thing every single day and 20 years from now you're a millionaire right that's that's like that's how it works but that's how it works you know you do a little thing every day and you know what you have you're in complete perfect physical health if you work out one time every single day for 20 years or if you you know if you were to give one you know bottle of water to a single person every single day of your life imagine how many people's <laughs> thirst you would have quenched by then you know so like if you think about it like that the compounding idea of it um, and your age and where you're going. I mean, I think if you could put that into process, you would, you'll be more than successful and these dreams and goals won't be uh, pie in the sky anymore. Yeah, yeah. So speak to us a little bit about that consistency because I also struggle with that of why. Yeah. One, I think I really have trouble saying no to people when it's something that I'm like, that I want to do, but I need to do something else because I haven't, done a high priority item first uh, but also sometimes I just get in the grind and I'm like oh, I really don't want to wake up and do this today yeah yeah I mean it's but I mean the, the, you, you got to change your mind about the grind right I mean if you're if you're grinding what do you, you know like what what are you finding joy in are you grinding for what you're you, you're, you grind for a purpose right yep. you know whether it's your education your your, your financial you know, situation, the love, you know, grinding in a relationship is the same thing as grinding at work, right? I mean, oh, yeah. you, you, uh, you, you, you grind and you wake up and if you can find joy in it, right? Um, in some form or fashion, then I think it makes it a little bit easier. Also, if you commit to being that person, right? So, you know, the more you can call yourself consistent, right? If you look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am consistent, you know, I am 
going to find joy in this. You become, you, you, in, you instill that, you embody that, right? It's a, it's a perspective shift for yourself, not so much of how do you get up and, you know, the alarm. I, I got five alarms in the morning. I wake up at two o'clock in the morning every day. I go to bed at seven o'clock every morning. You think I don't have doubts and not, I don't want to do this and this is not great, but you know, there's, there's the, the benefit to my life and to what I'm interested in outweighs that. And, you know, as long as you could always maintain that balance, it doesn't, it doesn't become a grind anymore, you know? Yeah. And then you, you, you thirst for that next day. Like it's Monday, man. I love Mondays, <laughs> you know, I love Mondays, but I mean, being consistent and, you know, it's hard. It's hard. You know? Absolutely. If it wasn't, everybody would do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, that, and that you want to be that 1%, you want to be the person that changes the world. You, you gotta, you, you gotta work harder. You gotta want it more and you gotta be more engaged in it than, than anybody else you know yeah yeah no absolutely i love that um so we've heard a little bit more about consistency mindset and some of your dreams even though it kind of sat in a gray area um i think it's what lies at the foundation of everybody's dreams that like happiness and satisfaction with mm -hmm. life um if you were able to have somebody help you with your dream right now how would they do it uh i mean just hold me accountable i mean uh, that's the is the big thing is you know like like the consistency, like I said, you gotta look at the mirror every day. You gotta make sure you're, you know, you're finding joy. It's like sometimes, hey, I, I get sick or I'm, I'm sore or I'm hungry or I'm tired or it's been a long week. You know, I need that, I need a person, a mentor or a peer or a coworker to constantly remind me of, of the journey that we're on. And usually, you know, finding that person who can hold you accountable for the things that you want, for the goals that you want you know, the, the, the path that you put in, in, in place. That's the, that's the one thing that someone could do today in constant, you know, be consistent for me, <laughs> keep me consistent uh, is the one thing that couldn't push me forward to, you know, achieving my dreams. And trust me, it's hard to find a person that is, is on the same trip as you and also wants uh, to shine a light on you, you know, yeah. finding a mentor or a peer or a coworker that has that, uh, place in your life is, 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 is magic. It's gold. It's worth, it's worth more money. It's worth being financially free or whatever. If you find that person, hold on to them. Cause you, you know, you'll come across those people once or twice, you know, every few years. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. that was the second thing I was about to ask you. If you had like your ideal accountability partner in your head, what like traits would they have? What things would they embody? Like what, what would that entail? Uh, for me, I would want someone who is at the same place as me, you know, like as, a, as, as far as an accountability partner, because I want someone who can identify with the struggles that I need to keep pushing forward. You know, obviously they would have to be more experienced and, 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 and uh, more of an expert in the, where I'm going you know, but not someone to where it's so disconnected, the actual process is disconnected. You know, a lot of mentors are older, right? You always search out, hey, you know, he's a CEO of a company, maybe he can give me that accountability. But a lot of times they're so far removed from the actual idea of, of being in that place, it's, it's hard to relate. They can tell you, but they can't um, speak to the actual experience. So for me, it's someone who's, you know, as close as possible to where I am and to where I wanna go. Um, and, and also 
as far as experience in life as well, you know, uh, maybe being maybe being a young parent or maybe being, you know, someone who uh, has chosen the same kind of path as far as, um, you know, for me, my, my, my path to where I'm at it hasn't been linear. You know, a lot of people have a, hey, I want to be this person, um, you know, they start in high school and they go to college and they get a job and they have a, a, a linear idea of where they want to go. And that's just never been who I, who I am. That's never been my success. So I need somebody who has the same thought process and has the same experience to kind of like push me through the times when I'm, I'm questioning myself or I just need, uh, I need a sounding board. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So it'll be a person who is in a similar position to you are maybe young dad, similar mindset of like, not the typical linear fashion. Would you say similar mindset in how you approach life too, like with the consistency and all of that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously that's that's what would be accountable is 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 that consistency, right? I just when I say similar, I just mean not not I'm not aspiring to be this person. I'm going through the I'm walking through the fire with this person. You know what I'm saying? That makes it more clear. Yes, yes, no, I, I like that. Walking through the fire with your accountability partner. Um, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I, I was actually reading this book, and I know we got to go soon, so I'll get to the other questions, but I was reading this book and I was talking about accountability partners and who to get and how to hold yourself accountable. And just this funny idea, they were like, pick a, pick a charity or a cause that you are like, uh, morally against and mm -hmm. like write a check to them and hand it to your accountability partner and talk about your goals. Be like, Hey, this is like what I'm shooting for. Make smart goals or whatever. If you've ever heard about those. Um, mm -hmm. and then like, at the end of that date on that smart goal, if you haven't hit it, like they cash the check to the um, charity that you're like morally against. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, that, that's that's a way to hold yourself accountable, right? Or, the, you know, like, you, yeah. I, like if money is one of your goals, putting up money to something that you don't like is, is an easy motivator, right? I mean, that's, that's you know, a perfect way to, to che you're cheating, you're cheating yourself because you know, you know, yeah. The, the the negative repercussions of that are what's forcing you to to fight through it right i mean that's a way to, that's that's a way to do it i i like to have positive reinforcement <laughs> you know that's yeah. that's what works for me but you know i mean hey if a, you know putting a check on the line is something that somebody i hate or something i hate is is an easy way to to get you up in the morning and get you going where you need to go as well you know? yeah. but again like that's a, the the experience like i said I, I i've done all the you know the soul searching and the, and the journaling like you have to do that once to see if that works for you because you know, here's the thing: at a certain point, that money might not be a motivator enough for you, even if it goes to the wrong place, right? I mean, like at some point, that's not going to matter to you. It's not going to be enough, um, and you just need to really figure out what those things are, and that you you just have to go through it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Have um, you have I, you actually done it? You read the book. Have you actually tried this this method or no? Oh, well, one, I actually have zero dollars to put up to a okay. charity right now well, even, but even more of a motivator right so if you have if you write a check that you can't cash to a place that you that hates you how much motivation do you need dude honestly i you got me <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I haven't done it uh i um, also need an accountability partner for my yeah business that's about yeah. to happen so um for sure I'll, thank you for that Again, <laughs> hey, we're, we're having a conversation here, man. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so we're going to move on to the thriving three real quick because I, I know you got to go soon. But um, 
I like these questions just because I think always learning, always caring for yourself and always taking action are really good things. So I like to figure out how people do that. Um, so the question I like to learn, uh, ask for like what you're learning and stuff is what's your favorite book? What's my favorite book? Oh, uh, Old Man in the Sea, Ernest Hemingway. Uh, I know it's like most people, it's required reading. I haven't um, read it. You haven't read it? Well, I mean, it's it's a, it's a story of a fisherman who is, for his whole life, has been, you know, wanting to catch the big fish and, you know, has every day woke up and tried to get out there every day. And it, it kind of speaks to, you know, what I've been talking about. Basically, for 86 days, he's been searching for this fish. He finally gets out there and he finally gets the fish. And 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 as he has this epic battle, I mean, Hemingway is, is you know, a great... Uh, historic author that you need to just you, you know read just by the way it's structured but um, as he reaches the goal in life he battles you know and, and it's, it's it's about the battle to get the goal and he gets the goal he gets the biggest fish he can imagine as he's heading back the sharks attack the fish before he makes it back to port so the goal he's worked his whole life is thought about for is and taken from him as he's battling these sharks as he gets back to the shore and gives up he becomes known because the local villagers find the head of the fish and realize that this is the the biggest catch ever yeah so you, you know it's like one of those you know series of of consistency and a fight and of of wanting something so much you you're, you're you do anything for it and once you get it realizing that sometimes the value is not what you placed on it. It's the journey of getting there. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's a good lesson learned. It's an interesting book. I mean, it's, I had to read it. <laughs> it kind of yeah. spoke to me in a different way. You know, uh, you know, you ask about what your favorite book is. And there's so many, you know, from the four hour work week to Michelle Obama's, uh, you know, becoming to, I mean, like it depends on where you're at, but the, all those books to me, um, you know, sometimes fictional books that have messages, you know, kind of speak to your your real journey sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no, I love it. Um, all right, so got the story that like, from the book that you really like, what is one way you like to care for yourself? Uh, I mean, for me, it's it's exercise. I mean, you know, I, you know that's the one uh, release that I get, like that moment of, you know, when you're doing whatever exercise you, it's about you and your body and about your moment and your present, you know, there's nothing else that can affect you. You're not, you're, you're not checking text messages. You're not hearing, you know, friends and, and, and spouses and lovers tell you what to do. Work is not weighing on you. You're not having email deadlines and, and papers to write, you know, you, you can get away from it and get really connected to your, your, yourself and, and your mind. And, you know, I'm a runner, so for me, it's even it's even more kind of spiritual and and, and releasing. So it's, uh, that's the one way I self care because it resets you. Yeah, know? yeah, no, absolutely, I feel that, um, and you do it consistently <laughs> every day. Yeah, I try to. I mean, I mean, you try to be consistent. I mean, I I, I know what it makes. I, I talk about it in a, in a in a really positive way, and I know how it makes me feel. Of course, the moment you go to attempt to exercise, I mean, it's like anything else, man. Putting on, tying the shoe is the hardest part of anything, right? Stepping out the door is the hardest part of anything. Saying yes to something you don't wanna do is the hardest part of anything. But once you're there, once you're in it, once you feel it, you wonder why it was so hard 
to start in the first place. Um, and again, once you can realize it's all about that, the joy in it, as opposed to the negative and exercise is the perfect parallel to that, you know, once yeah. you understand what it, what it, how you're going to feel afterwards, you always want that, but getting there sometimes is about. Yeah. Everybody wants to go to heaven. Nobody wants to die. <laughs> um, what is, uh, what's one action step you could take right now to get to your dreams? What one action? Um, I mean, doing this right here, having new experiences with new people. I mean, having, you know, I, I never met you before you reached out and you know, you wanted to have a conversation and you wanted yeah. to do this, you know, having experiences and you know you talk about saying yes to everybody sometimes you need to say yes yeah you know it, it, sometimes you need to say yes and commit to it because you know it's, it's not the fact that you don't have time it's that you don't make time right Absolutely. Um, and i think the more you can share experiences with people especially new people uh the more fulfilling your life becomes yeah yeah for sure uh i love it <laughs> yeah. All right, Charles. Thank you so much for being on. Yeah, this thanks show. for having me, man. Good luck with everything, and congratulations, graduate today. Appreciate it. I mean, this is gonna be in the world forever. But when we recorded this, your host, your man there, Timmy, is <laughs> is, is is changing his life. He about yep. to go into the real world, man. Congratulations. Really? Yeah, it's it's about to happen. Um, if you were listening to the podcast and you are in the Austin area and you just heard this and you were like, man, Charles would be my perfect accountability partner. And I think I'd be great for him. Hey, hit him up and start holding each other accountable because um, it's always nice to push, push each other towards our dreams, new experiences with new people and everything. Charles, you'd be open to that? Of course, of course. Awesome, awesome. All right, well, thank you so much. And I hope you have a great rest of your day, Charles. Yeah, you too, you too. Congratulations again. Hey, appreciate it. <laughs> Stay consistent. <laughs> do. All right, man. All right. See ya. All right. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Remember, help out our guests if you can. Hold them accountable. Accountability is key. Also, we would love to have you on the show to talk about your dreams. Let's make them a reality. Finally, if you know anybody that's looking to buy or sell real estate in the Austin area in 2021, send them my way. All righty. Have a blessed day.